Lord, that we serve the awesome. He's rich. He's mighty and he's true. He cares for me, and yes, he cares for you. This is Pastor Howard Langford in our first edition of Spirit Talk, and tonight we're going to discuss why do you need a church family. Tonight joining us in the studio is Pastor Jared Lashke of Fireborn Ministries, who is an author and a wonderful, magnanimous man of God. And we want you to be blessed on tonight as we sit back and take some take copious notes and Let's learn about the importance of the spirit-led life. God bless. Cause that's all he didn't stand. Teacher said he was lazy cause he didn't want to be up in class while he stalled. So he learned from the streets. He got to serve and ride. Had to learn how to eat. Cause his mom and his pop wasn't there. That's how he needed. Grandma said to me he needed. That's on gang, but that's not what he think. So he moved with the mob like the family he was see. He too young for a job, but the block said he need him. So he part-time being a kid, and he part-time with the damn. Hey, hey, seen his first body at fitting. Lost his first friend at the same. Hey, two street boy that's fitting. Hating his heart, but he can't pay. He don't really know what's missing. Preaching that song, but he can't save. The snakes in the grass keep hissing, so he don't really know what the man And all the music that he listened to talk about money, violence, and drugs. Step outside, who he look up to? It's just dope boys and them thugs. I'm the mouthpiece for many men that ain't have a chance from the start. I only do it. Praise the Lord, the Lord that we serve is an awesome God. He's a mighty God. An everlasting God. He's an eternal God. He's a loving God, a just God, a feeling God, and a living God. But I love him most because he's my God and he cares for me. This is Pastor Howard Lang from the Spirit and Truth Worship Center. This is our first edition of Spirit Talk. And we are so blessed and overjoyed that you are joining with us on tonight on the different streaming platforms. We are thankful for Holy Connection Television for streaming this broadcast live. And so tonight we are so blessed to have someone who I have known and have worked with. And, and you know, we're going to only bring people to you um, on this platform that have been vetted by the Holy Spirit. And I would like to introduce to some and present to the rest of the world my friend, uh, Pastor Jared Lashke of Fireborn Ministry. It's an honor and a pleasure to be on this program. I'm excited, and I love the intro music. Amazing. That's my son. My son, he's the uh, author and producer of that right there. But we're just blessed to have you here on tonight, man. Uh, now, tell us, we met We met about five years ago, just around five years ago. And uh, we did some work together. And I just tell us about yourself and your relationship and how you came to be uh, someone who just fell in love with Jesus. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a long story, but I'll give you the paraphrased version. I did meet you about five or six years ago working on the Power and Love event with Scott Gilbert, and that became the Firestorm United Ministry, bringing yes. in other events. It was an honor and a pleasure to get you there. We had some Holy Spirit moments there, didn't we, brother? Yes, um, we did. And a powerful time. I think 1,500 people came to that event, Power and Love in Virginia Beach. Learned a lot through it, saw the Holy Spirit move in power, but I love the Holy Spirit. Howard, you know this. Yes. He's my best friend, and I encountered him for the first time when I was about 17 years old in the hospital yes. with a burst appendix, and wow. I started serving him at 18, went on the mission field, 
And I've been through some highs and lows in life, whether it's through painful loss of a brother when I was 19 years old. But during that time, I pressed into Jesus. I started a church, 25 or so. I joined the Marine Corps, went to Iraq and Afghanistan. God used me on the front lines there in a, to interpret dreams. God is speaking to wow. our service members. You know, no one is to be left behind. In 2018, I was supernaturally healed of post-traumatic stress disorder. Yes. And I went back to Afghanistan for a little while. <laughs> and that's a whole other story. I don't think we'll be talking about that tonight, but there are people at the Kabul embassy and uh, it was just kind of perfect for me to help lead a Bible study. And by the time someone else took that Bible study and, that, and I, I love the Holy Spirit. I podcast Adventures in the Spirit of Jared Lasky podcast and some others, webinars and seminars. Just recently put together this book, The Baptism of the Holy Spirit, through a series of events. It was time to release this message. Yes. You know, I began reading that book today, and I have to tell you, you know, um, I, I, I'm really just blessed. You know, there's no other way of saying it, but, I, you know, I, I began reading it and hearing the testimony of your life and how you changed um, a whole youth ministry. And even the pastor who did the forward, many people can say good things about themselves. Many people can talk about their relationship with the Lord, but when it doesn't really mean much until others can testify of your relationship with Jesus. Now, tell us about the birth of that book. Because I, as I pulled up some of your books on, on Amazon, I realized that that wasn't your first book. Yeah, so the first uh, the first book was Veronica's Hero, which I'd co-authored. It was a woman we we'd known her family, knew her husband who was in the Marine Corps, and he died in, from an improvised explosive device in Afghanistan. And she started blogging about her experience and her her grief. And I yes. uh, prayed about it, and she agreed that I could go in and edit it and publish it as a book for posterity. It was she she amazing woman. So the book is yes. called Veronica's Hero. It's about how the Holy Spirit ministered to her and through her during her time of grief. And I'd had an opportunity to be there when she received the baptism with the Holy Spirit when we were on a mission field. So that book is, a, is her story. And then later, I'd released the Spirit Empowered Journal, which is studying the scripture with the Holy Spirit as your friend and also putting yourself in the story and knowing how yes. to identify with it. Because, you know, we, we study the scripture, but we all kind of put our own lenses on it when we study the scripture. Yeah. And which is okay. It's okay to read a scripture, ask the Holy Spirit what he is highlighting to you, and then also relate your story to the story that you'd read, the true story that you read. And then um, my kids released a book to raise money for a program to be translated in Darian Posh to for Afghanistan yes. and raised. So they did a children's book, Baby Boo Bear Goes to the Amusement Park, and they're supposed to be working on a sequel right now. But they raised 20 or $25,000 for this wow. translation. But, you know, the time that I left Afghanistan and I didn't go back and by August of 2021, we know that that nation fell. The whole diplomatic yeah. mission fell apart. Yes. But I've seen pictures of groups of people. They call it the dispersion of the Christians. So Christians yeah. fled Afghanistan, and now there are large groups being discipled in nations that will remain nameless right now for security yeah. reasons, Absolutely. but large groups of people from Afghanistan going through that discipleship program. We need to pray, obviously, for what's going on in the Middle East, but that translation actually yes. spearheaded a translation into Persian, which will go into other nations that will remain nameless so that other yes. people can hear the gospel. And that's just through the kids' obedience. Wow. You know, I'm, I'm looking through you, 
uh, for your in the chapters of your book, and um, I won't even go into that first part. I'll go into this part first. You know, when when you see some of the things that are happening in the world, and and, and again, for a number of reasons, we won't go into that because that that's a whole bag of cats. That once we begin talking about it, <laughs> it's not going to be. And and we've seen we've seen this this great ex- mass exodus from the church. People leaving the church and never coming back and the whole pandemic and all those types of things that have gone on. I feel like the Lord called the world on a, on a Sabbath, really, a Shabbat, and kind of making you take this time to fall in love with Jesus and the relationship uh, with the Holy Spirit and the whole, everything that entails that. Tell us the importance of, of a spirit, the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Oh, man. Well, the biblical truth shows us that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is an, is an endowment of power so that you could be a better equipped witness for Jesus. And that will change your life. It'll change you personally. It'll change your trajectory. It will draw you closer to the Holy Spirit. Yes. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is a doorway into more, into more of God, into more yes. of the Holy Spirit, into more of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I think we've tended to relegate the baptism of the Holy Spirit to a one-time experience and like that's it, like closed door. But for me, it opened me up to the prophetic. It opened me up to dreams and visions and interpretations and more of the gifts and discerning of spirits. And it does that for a lot of people. And there's, there's evidence to the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but the main evidence is love. We need to have love for God, love for other people. We need to know that that is an evidence. Speaking in tongues is an evidence of it, yes. and that we pray in that every single day. It edifies us, and we grow more. We And the more we pray in tongues deliberately, the more yes. the Holy Spirit, we become sensitive to Him as we grow and develop our relationship and fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Uh, we could sing. We could praise God. It changes our life, and it makes us a better equipped witness for Jesus. And that is something that we need. You mentioned that, say, 2020, 2021. We really saw this huge shift, but the church needs to go back to the power of the Holy Spirit, intimacy with the Holy Spirit, and not put the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the back room, but have it be part of the altar call. Have it be part of your prayer meeting. Have it be part of your your books and have it be part of your your life because it opens you up to more of the Spirit-filled, Spirit-empowered life. And through thick and thin, through trials, through bad things happening, you know, we need the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes. And you'd mentioned in, in 2020, I, I, I don't know how many people I saw receive the baptism of the Spirit remotely in villages in Pakistan, in uh, over phone calls and things like that. I'm still yes. doing that to this day. And whether it's through the laying on of hands that people receive it or people yes. reading the book, testifying to receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit when they're not even completed with a book. And that was the whole point of it. Yes. So we need to go back to the basics and the baptism of the Holy Spirit is part of it. And we need a spirit empowered church that is not afraid to show and share God's love. Amen. I'm looking at the chapters and just the very first chapter. But before I go there, there's a book that I read. I'm sure you've heard about it uh, by Richard Blackaby called Experiencing God. Just many people have been in church and it's really the experience of God that is that has a lasting impression. Let's say Paul or Saul 
have done many powerful things, extremely brilliant person, but when he had an encounter with the Holy Spirit, nobody is the same. It's hard to have an encounter with Jesus and his spirit and the power of, and the presence of God and remain the same. And this is what I'm seeing from, from your book that, and my wife, you know, she, she's an author and she wrote her book, Obedience 101. One day we're driving down the road and um, she, what happened is, is this light had shined on her side of the car. She had an experience with God, you know, loving the Lord, worshiping, ministering, feeding, teaching, all of the wonderful things. But it is the experience that lets you know, man, we're all jacked up without God. We really are. <laughs> and so, you know, looking at your, your foundations to our adventures into the baptism with the Holy Spirit. Talk about that. And we're going to get, give, them, give them a chance to, to, to purchase this book because this book is, I wouldn't just say this. And I'm, and I'm an avid reader. Go ahead. Talk about chapter one. Let's give them a little taste. Oh. Well, Adventures in the Holy Spirit, I'll, I'll have to look at that re review myself. Yes. Uh, the, the Adventures in the Holy Spirit, we need to have the foundations in the scripture. You know, yes. This is very scriptural, uh, and it's crucial that we approach the scriptures with our hearts and minds, but yes. we also encounter it. We, we have a living, breathing relationship with Jesus. Hebrews chapter 4, verses 12 and 13, for the word of God is living and active and sharper than any double-edged sword piercing to the division of soul and spirit, joints and marrow. He judges the thoughts and intentions of the heart. We correlate Hebrews 4, 12 and 13. We tend to say, that's the scripture, that's the scripture. But yes. verse 13 says, he... He, the word of God, judges the thoughts and, you know, he, the word of God, John chapter one, verse one. When we read the scripture, it is living, it is vibrant. There's so much going on around us in the supernatural realm. When we're reading the scripture, we're meditating on it, we're worshiping Jesus. And the, the truth is revealed to us. The Holy Spirit highlights scriptures to us. I think we've all had this experience before yes. where, where the Holy Spirit has scriptures jump out at us while we're yes. reading. And that's the power and love of the Holy Spirit. And we get to know him. And that's what we yes. need to do is get to know the Holy Spirit, ask him questions, worship the Holy Spirit, yes. and know that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There is yes. freedom through the power of the Holy Spirit. And we need to know the scriptures. And the Holy Spirit confirms the scriptures. The Holy yes. Spirit reminds us of the scriptures, reminds us of the true stories and throughout the word of God. And we could relate to that as we spend time knowing the Holy Spirit. So really, my wife had even said, with your activations in, in the book, The Baptism of the Holy Spirit, are you expecting people to receive the baptism of the Spirit beforehand? And I was like, yes. I had this lady testify that by the time she was on page 25, she felt the power of the Holy wow. Spirit and the presence of God like never before. A pastor's wife received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So, you know, I, I really wanted to emphasize the scripture because there's a lot of spiritual experiences and, and teachings out there that are not solidly grounded in the scripture. Yes. But I wanted people to see this is biblical and yes. this is for today because there is the teaching of cessationism saying that gifts don't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. But in, in the first Corinthians chapter 13, the love chapter, which is sandwiched in between chapters 12 and 14, talking about spiritual gifts. But it says these things will cease, but also knowledge will cease. And we know that knowledge hasn't ceased today, but it says these things will cease when we see when perfection comes, when we see yes. face to face. 
And that context is in the first chapter of First Corinthians, where he builds up what he's talking about in the seeing Christ Jesus, encountering Christ Jesus, and spiritual gifts. So spiritual gifts are for today. They'll only cease when we go into heaven or when Jesus comes back. So yes. they're here now, and they empower us to tell other people about Jesus. You can hear God's voice and prophesy. Every person with the Spirit of God living in them can be used by God for entry-level prophecy. Entry-level prophecy is the starting point of an incredible adventure in hearing God's voice and prophesying. Prophecy encourages, comforts, and edifies people. And our heart is to equip and educate you to hear God and prophesy, walking it out as a lifestyle. And that's why we created Entry-Level Prophecy eCourse on CharismaCourses.com. Through this powerful eCourse, you will be equipped to hear God and to prophesy. You will gain the necessary biblical understanding needed to take a step of faith and speak what you hear God saying to see people encouraged, comforted, and edified. In this course, you'll learn about the fruit of the Spirit, the character traits of God, how to receive and deliver a prophecy, how to judge a prophecy, and what foundation you need to prophesy, and what heart motivations are necessary to prophesy. When you enroll in this e-course, you'll also have access to bonus materials and our live coaching sessions. Go to CharismaCourses.com to purchase entry-level prophecy and learn how to hear God's voice and prophesy. Okay, I think we're back. Let's see. Okay, Jared, let's hear you. Yeah. Okay, good. I think, okay, let me take out this lower third. <laughs> I oh, am not the man. professional, Jared. Jared, I, you know, I, I look at yours and uh, I'm a far cry from where you are, oh, but I'm getting there. <laughs> it's all good, man. Okay. It is all good. We learn and we grow and people, you know, the whoever needs to hear this message will hear it. Yes, yes. So go ahead, finish the last few things you were saying. The, I, you know, I don't like to give the devil's credit, but what you were saying was so powerful, everything cut off. So let, let's, um, <laughs> just the last 30, the last 10 seconds. Oh, the last 10 seconds. Well, yes. um, really the Holy Spirit highlights the scriptures to us. The, the word of God is living and active. It's a relationship as we connect with the Holy Spirit as we worship him and he glorifies Jesus and he brings the highlights of the scripture to us that we could relate to. We live this vibrant spirit empowered life and that is my passion to teach people and equip them and empower them to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit through intimacy with Jesus. And that's why I, I do what I do. And uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is part of my life and my ministry extensively around the world. Amen. One of the things I've noticed about you is that in my relationship with you, that you only point to the Holy Spirit. You and your beautiful wife, you, you really don't take credit for anything that the Holy Spirit does. And in this myopic society where, you know, people are becoming famous for what the Holy Spirit wants to do. And this is, a, this is, a, this is a, a very real question, so I want you to think about it for a second, but you may not have to. How do you remain grounded and in, in that perspective where people can look at you and say, hey, and, and magnify your name? How do you do this? Because somebody needs to know how to remain connected to the Lord and never take God's glory. Yeah, that's a great question. I think I've had to learn through pain. 
you know, that's one of the things life could be very painful. As I'd shared earlier, I'd lost a brother. I've had a, uh, my twin brother in and out of prison for the last 20 some years. I needed to call on the, the Lord and the lifestyle I lived before Christ. I could not return to that because of my experience, my personal experience with the Holy spirit. When he baptized me in power on November 14th of 1998, my life would never be the same. And I went through pain later. I went through PTSD and you know, where a lot of people have excuses. I didn't put my faith in men. I put my faith in God. People there, there's church hurt. There's all kinds of things that people go through. Life is brutal. That's why we need the Holy Spirit. That is why we need the Holy Spirit. And I, I know that my life is, and like your life, Howard, it's a sign and a wonder. It's a sign and a wonder. And we need people to look. We, we need signs and wonders to follow us wherever we go as we follow Jesus. But it's for me, my personal story is it's been through pain. It's been through grief. It's been through trial and error. It's through making asking the Holy spirit to be part of my mess. Yes. And I don't want to sound cliche, but then he takes your mess and turns it into a message. Yes. And why would, why would I try to fleece the flock? Why would I try? Why not just point to Jesus and let, let him do his work in people just point to him completely in this day and age. We, we need more of that. We need more people. Sure. It'd be great to have millions of followers and things like that, but, really are you pointing them to jesus yes. are you pointing them to jesus and and so for me you know i've been through some trials even lately but the holy spirit yes. was there with me the holy spirit yes. has always been there and yes. he sees me through and i decree and declare every every morning the the truth stand on that word stand on the promises of god so i i know that there's people out there who are hurting you know uh that and they need to hear God loves you. God has not forgotten you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. You are his yes. daughter. You are his son. And he's going to use you for his glory. And it just takes surrender. Just surrender. Like Kathleen Coleman said, I die a thousand deaths before I'm on stage. Yeah. You, know, you have to surrender. And it's through intimacy with Jesus. It's through time spent with him. He's, you know, he's the only one yeah. that I want to point to. What I'm finding out is that um, you know, there, there's been a big understanding of, of mental health. And unless you've been there, you don't have a clue. And when you talk about PTSD and things of that nature, it's something that really needs to be understood. And, I, you know, I, I'm former law enforcement. And, and there are some things that your mind just can't unsee. Now, I didn't see as much carnage, anywhere near the carnage that you saw while fighting um, for the country. And thank you for your service. But I didn't see nearly as much carnage as you saw. But some of the things that I saw, your mind can't unsee. And unless you've ever been in a place where it's only going to be the Holy Spirit that grabs your mind and, and places it in the... Galgotha, I guess I should say, the place of the skull. I mean, you're really at the mercy of the Holy Spirit when your mind, you know, when you, when you have no place to escape from your own mind. And so you really touched on something that I wish, a, I want a lot of people to understand because some people can have all of these different theories and remedies for 
You need to trust God more. You need to have faith. And, and for the person that's really going through trauma, post-traumatic stress disorder, and, and all of these different types of um, different realities, their answers mean nothing. You know, if, in other words, you can't even explain to them what you're going through. It's kind of akin to, and I use this analogy, trying to explain the color blue to someone who was born blind. They have no grid to understand. And so when, you, when you're saying that the Holy Spirit rescued your mind, that hits home. Because you know, I, I've been in a place where had my wife not intervened and had me go and talk to somebody, I promise you I wouldn't be here today. And the Lord, the Lord used my wife to look back at me. I was waiting for her to leave the house. And, and I, made, I made the plan and real talk. And she looked at me and she said, no, I'm not leaving today. And she stayed there. And she called who so I talked to my I talked to my therapist now. The funny thing is, whenever I talk to him, he's like, you really helped me today. Wow. <laughs> you know, I talked to him Monday and he's like, you really helped me with this one. But as men, having someone that we can talk to, that yeah. can understand someone spiritual that we can talk to. And I, I, I promise this book right here, Baptism with the Holy Spirit, is going to be an amazing outlet. And I, I, I find that this book right here should be in every entry-level class when someone joins a church. Because without that, you're just a part of an organization and you just have different um, things to do. But I think this book uh, should be in every gift package for every new member when someone joins the church. And I think it should be a part of everyone's list. Uh, so tell us, how can they find this book? Yeah, well, it's an honor and a pleasure to be on your program, Howard. So love what you're doing. Uh, they can find my book on Amazon. It is uh, digital format and also paperback or also on Barnes & Noble as well. And also people could reach out to me, email jared at firebornministries.com or go to my website, firebornministries.com. If you want a bulk amount of them, I could cut you a great deal to get to your, your church and every dollar from the proceeds of this goes towards sending my son to YWAM, Youth with a Mission. He's there currently, and he's got an upcoming mission trip. So they're part Amen. of sending my son to the nations. Well, I am going to download a few books. I know I've got one coming in the mail, but I'm going to be downloading a book tonight because I want to make sure that your son goes to Youth with a Mission. And so thank you so much. We love you. And let's not make this our last time uh, doing this interview because we have a few more books that we want to interview and. But thank you again. Well, it's an honor and pleasure. You're welcome, brother. Whether or not we answer the call is up to us. God calls each of us to something greater than ourselves. We're called to impact our world with the message and love of Jesus Christ. Equipping us all with gifts and talents, God gives us the tools necessary to accomplish his will. For God's gifts and his call can never be withdrawn. Hearing God's voice can be challenging. It doesn't always come as a loud ring, but it can come as a whisper. Even when we don't feel God is speaking to us, He's there. Be the change you wish to see in the world. This statement is true, but an even greater truth is, 
be the change that God calls you to be in the world. Will you answer the call?